Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox-Starks. Hey guys, I hope you're doing really well in this moment in time. And that whenever, wherever you happen to be in the quantum field, that you are able to become aware and enlightened about your quantum entanglement with everything, everybody, everything. I hope that you are becoming aware every day that there are some some very basic facts, okay, that I want to share with you. Number one is the whole wide world, the universe, the cosmos, all the dimensions are set up and rigged in your favor two illusions abound all around you and you perceive them and think them to be real and they're not they're just illusions it's just you know the illusion that oh we are separate (laughs) quantum entanglement states that no No, we're not separate. We're not separate. I'm not separate from you. You're not separate from that angry neighbor down the street. That angry neighbor down the street is not separate from your grandmother. My grandmother is not separated from Genghis Kong. (laughs) We are all connected because we all come from one God, one source. The force, the universe, whatever you want to think uh, about it, whatever you want to call it, you're not unentangled from all these words either, by the way, or the sounds that they make when you say them, whether you speak English or not as a first language, we are all connected through vibration and vibration is everything. And we are entangled with each other. We are entangled with all of life in every part of it, every form. So number three, um, there is no evil. Not really. Now, a lot of you are like, oh, I part with you there, Elena. I know plenty of evil going on in the world. They're, they're, they're hauling away protesters in unmarked vans in Portland right now. My God, Elena, how can you say there's no evil in the world? (laughs) Uh, Systemic racism for 400 years. That's not evil. If that's not evil, what is, what is, what is? Okay. Look, 
You need to have a loftier perspective, raise above it. See where we all come from. We all come from God. Guess what evil really is? Guess what ignorance really is? Guess what being bad really is? It's God pretending he's not. Let me say that again. It's God pretending he is not. Not what? Not God. (laughs) What if I wasn't that today? Hmm. What if I wasn't a lazy person today? What if I got up and did something different? Opposite of me. Or maybe you're a workaholic. Maybe if I maybe I was a lazy person today. I wonder what happened. What, what would happen to me? What if I'm chasing my fortune every day, as we learned in the stories last night, the Saudi Arabian folk tales, the fairy tales. If you didn't hear those, there was a really good one at the end there. I mean, what if you chase, chase, chase fortune, and then you say, "Ah, screw it, I'm going to bed. Not getting out of bed till she comes looking after me." Mm-hmm. You do the opposite. You can't know happiness without sadness. You cannot know joy without sorrow and pain. You cannot understand up without knowing down. You cannot appreciate light without having watched through the shadow of the darkness. Why? It's all part of the world of duality, yo. You chose to come here to see the opposite of what you are. But it's still from a loftier, higher God perspective. It's all you anyway. (laughs) It's all you anyway. I mean, this is some really deep stuff today, okay? Quantum entanglement, baby. Try to have quantum enlightenment. <laughs> Did you guys know that there's more light in the darkness than there is in the light? Scientists proved that. There's more light in the darkness than there is in the light. I've been talking about the shadow stuff for a long time, and I've been talking about loving your enemy for a while and you know what it's not an original idea of mine nothing new under the sun because (laughs) as they say the son of god said that jesus himself said that right and by the way when we read the course in miracles you are the son of god when jesus says the son of god says this he's not an egotistical prick coming down from heaven going This is all about me, yo. 365 lessons (laughs) about me, the son of God. And suck it, losers, you illegitimate bastard, stepchildren of God, you redheaded stepchildren of God. No, of course not. He's not thinking that at all. So stop thinking, you know, that he's the son of God and we are just the mere servants and bowing down to worship him and, you know, the death cult ritualistic places called churches. That's a whole nother argument and topic for another day. If you don't think that uh, Christianity is a death cult, riddle me this. Why do you drink his blood? Why do you eat his body? Why do you keep an effigy of him in his worst fucking moment on the wall? 
If you did that for your best friend, you would be freaking arrested. Well, my, my, my best friend was murdered in a horrible and heinous way publicly. Publicly shamed and, and, and murdered. So I'm going to take my friend's image and put it up in every house of worship in the world. And every Sunday night, we're going to get together and talk about how my friend died. We're going to talk about it, the bloodiness, the goriness of it, the horribleness of it. And then we're going to carve up my friend's body and eat it every day and drink his blood every day. Now, if I said that to you, you're going to go, oh my God, you're crazy. But then you turn around, look at Christianity and, oh my God, it's a ritualistic, cannibalistic death cult. How do we get sucked into that and saying we're good because we're a good Christian? If you're a good Christian, tell me, tell me that that's not what that is. Now, it's not what your intentions were, but yet when you participated in the drinking of the blood and the eating of the body, whether you think it's consubstantiation or transubstantiation does not matter. It is ritualistically eating the person you say you love the most. (laughs) I mean, hey, hey, I really love you, honey. Can I drink your blood and eat your body? (laughs) Let's throw you through some mass torture and then put a picture of it on the wall. Hey, I have a better idea. Let's make jewelry. (laughs) Let's make jewelry of it. I mean, if someone said that to you, you'd be like, um, restraining order. Next, please. (laughs) Next, gonna find somebody else to love because that's not love. That's not love. (laughs) Wanting wanting to drink someone's blood and eat their body and and torture them and put pictures on the wall and on a t-shirt and on jewelry. That's not love. Holy crap, right? These are the kinds of thoughts I've been having all week. Now, I swear to God, I think God is gearing me up to write a book. It's going to be a very unpopular book until people start seeing the light of what the hell has been happening (laughs) for a little over 2,000 years, yo. But quantum entanglement, was I entangled in that? Hell yeah, I was Christian most of my life. Not now. Do I love Jesus? Yes. He's outside of Christianity. In fact, he was a Jew. He was an Essene. He wasn't a Christian, you know. Um, you know, I don't need to follow in his footsteps by being a fake-ass ritualistic, cannibalistic death cult about the worst moment of his life. I mean, seriously, like that's like taking a, 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 a still photograph of somebody's most intense, epic fail and then making a cult about it. It's almost like poking and prodding and, and, and almost like making fun of that in a way, you know, and then making up a lie about it, you know. Oh, would you, would you look at that? Here's a, here's a picture of Walt, uh, falling off of a dock and hitting his head on a boat. Would you look at that? He did that for our sins to save the world. 
Notice the bloody gash on his head as he as he floats in the water dying. He did that for our sins. He saved the world. We don't have personal responsibility anymore. <laughs> Let's get together every week and eat Walt's body and drink Walt's blood because he, he, he died on a boat dock to save us. You know, if you said about anyone else, it just sounds completely insane. It, 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 it's like, <laughs> you know, wisdom to the foolish is foolishness. Quantum entanglement. We are all entangled with everything. We need to start taking account. We need to start taking responsibility for our thoughts and our actions. And it starts with some things. Like, do we really want to eat somebody? McDonald's is in trouble right now for selling human meat to Ethiopia. And Zimbabwe. And the Zimbabweans are saying, look, we know what human flesh tastes like. You know how we know? We have rituals in which we eat human flesh in some of our villages. We know what it tastes like and we know what you're selling us. We're not stupid. Who the hell are you selling us to eat? (sighs) I mean, it seems to me that it wasn't that much of a leap for 2,000 years. Imagine you're eating somebody and now going to McDonald's and you are. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, I mean, seriously, if I could be a a vegan and have all my nutritional needs fully met and feel great and amazing and alive and wonderful, I, I would do it in a heartbeat. I'm eating more vegetables, eating more fruit, you know, and I love grains. I'm just, it's like if I don't eat wheat, I feel good. But then when I do eat wheat, I'm like, yeah, it's like, you know, a heroin addict gained a rush after not uh, partaking in a long time. You know, seriously, did you guys know that? The bread, just eating a piece of pizza, just the bread, it actually, it, it releases endorphins in your mind as if you just took heroin. It's the same, it's the same lock and key mechanism. <laughs> I mean, it's like kind of crazy. It's not like there's heroin in bread, but it unlocks the same good feeling endorphins. It's so strange. So don't do heroin, eat pizza, <laughs> have a bagel, have a piece of sourdough bread. All right. I'm not condoning eating wheat too much. Wheat will cause too much inflammation in the body, which leads to a lot of health issues. But anyway, let's get back to this quantum entanglement idea, right? So we are entangled every time we go, would you look at that? Would you look at what he's doing? Oh my gosh. This group of people are doing this horrible, heinous act. And those group of people, it's just spiritual warfare. And then you get entangled in that. You become embroiled in that. There's no such thing. When you look at it from a loftier, higher perspective, this whole this versus them or us versus them, this whole spiritual warfare on every level. And oh my God, they're controlling our energy. Are they? Yes. Have they been? Yes. I'm not denying that. 
but I want you to get to the level and the point where you can look at it and go, isn't that silly to think that they could control the God in me when they themselves are the God in me? Isn't it funny that they think they're winning because they're gaining my energy, but it's just me gaining my own energy. Isn't it funny that they think they can manipulate and control us to the point where we don't know ourselves. And yet when you are tortured and manipulated and forced to live in isolation for five months, (laughs) guess what happens? You're going to spiritually grow. They're manipulating us to wear the mask. They're manipulating us. So they're making us question everything. Questioning everything is awakening us. They think they're the problem. We think they're the problem, but the reality is it's all the solution. We're all in this together. Being in something together is unity, is it not? It's all entanglement. We are all entangled in everybody's lives. Now, I don't mean get wrapped up in people's drama. My God, I stopped listening to the... The, you know what's hilarious is I stopped listening to that group that was my my neighbors, right? And I even told them, you know what? You guys are going to just talk about like really weird things. You're going to put pictures I don't like. <clears throat> and it's making me kind of sick and I'm feeling nauseated. I don't like the energy that's being put in the group, but I'm just going to bring that up. I don't know you guys, but I want to, you know. And they all started to attack me and defend the person who posted a bunch of pictures of dog poop everywhere. And what's really gross about that is besides the fact that it's there and the fact that they're taking pictures of it and uploading it to 130 people, what's really gross about it to me is that it was ending up on my phone because it's WhatsApp. It's just the way the app works. So when I go to upload something to Instagram or something, all of a sudden I'll have all these dog shit pictures next to pictures of brownies and cakes and other pictures they put. It was disgusting. And I complained about it. I'm like, you know what? This is what's going to happen. Every day at the end of the day, I'm going to erase all the messages from all of you so that I don't have these, these pictures on my phone any longer and I'm no longer going to participate. From this point forward, I'm going to cook for myself and I'm going to do for myself 48 hours or 72 hours later, I was removed from the group and I'm like, all right, screw it. I'm not participating in people's drama. I'm entangled with them anyway, because see, I am them and they are me, but I'm just going to send them love and light and hope they get better and become more aware of how they're affecting people at all times, at all points in your life. You're either affecting people positively. You're creating an effect in them one way or the other, or you're infecting them negatively. You're affecting or infecting, and either way you're having an effect, okay? So that's entanglement. (laughs) It is, it's entanglement. I'm like, I am refusing to participate with the drama directly because I don't need that. I don't need it in my life. I don't need the anxiety. I don't need the disgustingness of it. You know, I just, it's like, I can't, I can't even with that. Being a Virgo, being an introvert, I don't even want to deal with the confrontation of it. You know, screw it. So I was removed from the group and I thought for a whole day, like, 
I don't want to be a part of the group or participate, but why am I being removed from the administrator of the whole sweet Adela? (laughs) Of this whole gated community, I'm being removed from the number one person, the president's wife. It's like Melania Trump called me and said, you're no longer an American citizen. And it's like, I wasn't participating in that society anyway. But I mean, I wanted the choice whether I participate or not. (laughs) You know, it's like, it's what it kind of felt like to me. (laughs) And then about a day or so later, I was added to another group. And slowly but surely, new people were added to the new group. And I'm like, this is really odd. <laughs> the other group suddenly was defunct out of nowhere. And then all of a sudden, more people start getting added back to the old group, which is really weird. And then they started saying, I'm leaving the group because I'm in the new group. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm just like deleting all these matches every day, right? Added to the new group and suddenly no more pictures of dog stuff. I'm still not looking very much. I just, every now and again, I'll see if there's what looks like maybe some good food out there, but and I have ordered from a couple of the neighbors and I, what I do is I'll see what's going on and then I will contact the people directly outside of the group so that in the future, if they're offering something great, they're going to tell me directly, you know, but that's how I'm unparticipating and yet participating, no matter if you participate or not, whether you vote or not, you're entangled in the outcome, whether you're, you're deciding to not vote for Boris Johnson or his opponent or Donald Trump or his opponent, whether you live in a dictatorship under, well, you're not hearing it if you're in Kim Jong-un's world and his crazy-ass sister. My God, she's worse than him. What the hell is going on over there? Seriously, someone needs to filter their water more, give them fiber, I don't know, something. God bless them, though, because I'm entangled with them, too, and I love them, too. I love them, too. It took me a long time to love everybody in the world. It took me a long time. I mean, in fact, I spent a lot of my time, not not actively, but every time I thought of him, I, I hated Hitler's guts. Hated his guts. How could he do that? Until someone somewhere said something about, why are you... I think it was Jesus, maybe, actually. Brother Yeshua might have come to me and said this. You know, like, why do you spend any time at all hating anybody? Because you're hating yourself. You are them. They are you. We are one. Mitakueyo Yasin, right? Don't spend one more second hating anybody. Not Jeffrey Epstein and all of those bullshit people. You could call them bullshit people, but you're still entangled with them. You still are them. They still are you. Not saying that you're a pedophile because you're probably not. If you're listening to this, you're probably not, right? You're probably, you know, a lot more enlightened, right? It sucks and it's hard, right? And (laughs) bringing this shit up is hard because I know... There's a possibility you're going to be like, well, screw that. I'm not going to love the people who prey upon others. The kidnappers, the rapists, the people who are eating humans and literally eating humans, like knowingly, actually. 
that's been coming out. It's horrible. It's horrible. Nostradamus predicted it. At the end times, you're going to know you're in the end when people start eating each other. Not in a good way. <laughs> but for 2,000 years, people have been pretending to eat the best person that ever lived. You want to look at it that way. This is one of the evilest worlds ever. We're just trying to raise the consciousness and the vibration. We're trying to lift ourselves up out of the fucking muck and the mire. We're trying to lift ourselves up out of this. We need to get up on out of this bitch, yo. As Jesse Pinkman would say on Frankie Bad. <laughs> we need to get on up and out of this mother. And the only way to rise above it is to work through it and bring everybody on up with us. But the first step is you need to get rid of all your hatred. Do you hate racists? You need to start loving them. Oh my God. I hate racism, but I got to love the people because they're just damn ignorant. They don't know what the hell they're doing. They're still asleep. They're punching the air in their sleep thinking there's an invisible enemy all around them. But when, when they wake up, they're going to be like, oh my God, that was so dumb. Did you see me punch in the air? Yeah, dude, we uploaded it to live stream on YouTube. It's hilarious. <laughs> Look how stupid you were. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. You got a million likes. And you woke up. And that was the point. It's, it, it's hard to say these things because I know this is going to be hard for you because Black Lives Matter and they always do. They always have and they always will and they always, always, always will. I mean, like, Black Lives Matter, right? It's a topic for the day, you know. Did all of the Chinese people emit coronavirus at us? Well, um, no. Few people in a laboratory have screwed the whole world. But that's not the whole Chinese it's not the Chinese government might be one or two people in the government. Not all of them. I'm sure most of them, 98%, 99% of them didn't know anything about what was going on. It's always how it is. You know, a few bad apples spoiled a bunch, a couple rotten strawberries ruined the pie. But this whole quantum entanglement idea has got to be embraced in the way that we are all one. We are all one, even if right now we're fighting amongst ourselves. And you have to embrace the idea that you are God incarnate. You are sons and daughters of God. You are a child of the one will, the one life. The primal will to good, which eternally creates and sustains this universe. You are that. How could you hate any of your creations? Your creations have helped you understand who you are. This means as God, as the one true primal will to good looking down on it, 
I know that I'm not a racist. I know that I'm not a pedophile. I know that I'm not a cannibal. I know that I'm not these things, but I had to go through these things and walk through these things. Not me personally, not Elena, by the way. But I mean, this is, you know, from God's perspective, God's like, what are the things that are most evil that I could do to myself? Holocaust, there's something. What can I do to pretend I'm not the goodness that I am? What can I do to think I'm not good? Low self-esteem, suicidal ideation, depression, abuse. Okay, that's something. (laughs) God created a bunch of people without any remembrance of who they are. A third of the people went in the way of good. A third of the people went in the way of the bad. And a third of the people explored and walked the fine line of that gray area going back and forth. I used to be a drug addict, but now I'm not. I used to be this, and now I'm that. But in the end, love will win because love has won because everything is created from love. I always hated the idea of trashed people. That, like, you know, uh, trailer trash or Euro trash or... This kind of trash and that kind of trash. I, you know, talking trash about people. When I was a little kid, the, the, the neighborhood kids used to say, well, I don't care about your opinion because God don't make junk, so I can't be trash, right? You know, they had little sayings like that. It's kind of a self-esteem raising sort of thing. You know, and I was in this neighborhood not for very long, but... Um, it was a, it was very mixed. It was a melting pot neighborhood. I think I might be the only, I think I was, maybe there's maybe in one other white kid there, you know, in the little school I went to for a summer. It's like a summer school program. <laughs> and people were like calling each other junk or trash. And then the other kids are, you know, Hey, God made dirt. So dirt don't hurt. I don't know if you guys ever heard that one. It's it's kind of ignorant and hilarious because, yeah, eat dirt and get sick, dude. Come on. But whatever. I read in Conversations of God, I brought this up a few times in the past two years now, that he uh, was angry at God for creating Hitler. <laughs> You're God. Why'd you create Hitler? He's an asshole. He's evil. I hope he's burning in hell for the rest of all eternity. You know, and, and I think God said something, and it's been a year since I read the book, so don't quote me on this, but I think God said something about, would you have wished for yourself to burn in hell for all of eternity? He's like, well, no, but I'm not Hitler. My God, I didn't kill six million people. I mean, come on. I've done some bad things. I mean, I had fights with my wife. I, you know, I'm divorced. That's a sin in the church. But I mean, I mean, I'm not Hitler. And God's like, what's Hitler's greatest sin? And he said, well, obviously killing six million people, that's a sin. He's like, what did Hitler do really? He sent six million people back to heaven where they can live basically a a life at home with God in a world of unending joy and peace. 
What did he do, really? He didn't have the consciousness he was doing now. <laughs> he was asleep. But he was a pawn in a greater game of finding out who we are. Who are we? Who do we love? Who? What do we stand for? Who are we? I, for one, know that I do not stand for cannibalism, pedophilia, Satanism, and racism. I, I don't stand for any of these things, obviously. And neither do you. If you're listening to my show, chances are neither do you. <laughs> yeah. Why would you sit here for 32 minutes listening to me if you go, oh, wait, sorry, I was looking for the, you know, the cannibal you know, the <laughs> pedophilia Satanist website. I wanted that other podcast that's going to tell me how to be a better racist. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's not you if you're listening to my show. You know, listening to my show, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, well, this is true. So, look, this is the thing. This is hard. This is the hardest freaking thing that I can get across to you. You cannot open your 11th chakra. I think it's 11th or 10th. Is it 11th below? Okay. You cannot open your 11th chakra fully and experience the joys and the bliss and the ascended mastership of being self-realized and self-actualized until you love, <coughs> love everybody and you accept the shadow side of yourself and the shadow side of others, the shadow side of humanity. I'm not saying live it. I'm saying open yourself to the field of possibilities of everything and then choose the highest vibration of all. Choose the highest vibration path, the path of self-mastery. And being a self-master is mastering your energy over being sucked down into the bullshit that is the third dimension. That's so 3D. That is so 3D. <laughs> the spiritual warfare. We're at spiritual war. Dude, if you're at war, you're still in duality. You're still in the polarity of this bullshit. It's time to get on up out of this motherfucker, baby. We're out. Get out of it now. Go to the highest possible point of who you are. Realize you are one with yourself. You're whole in yourself. You are a whole sovereign being. And then you look down on this and go, oh, these kids are still fighting. <laughs> oh, God. Well, let's just send them love and light. From our loftier perspective where we love both sides. You know how many times in the past two weeks I've fought this in myself? Just saying, oh, if we could just go, you know kill all the ones that are killing the others and then I'm like well duh that's the same damn thing it's the same damn thing you know it's like it's, I get sucked into it too I do but I have to keep reminding myself they're God too for the grace of God go I thank you thank you thank you thank you primal will to good thank you for being the light of my life and lighting up my mind in a way that I see how all this stuff be in my world for real. The world I'm personally choosing is a world in which 
I love you. I love you. You love me. <laughs> Let's no longer want to kill Barney. <laughs> you know, we have to expose the truths of the horrid, evil, heinous things, but we don't have to participate in the energy of it. Quantum entanglement. It bothers us because it's something that we need to fix. Well, Elena, I can't just go kill them all. <laughs> like God, sort them out. No, you can't. Neither can I. Makes you no know better than their consciousness. I'm not going to say better than them because, you know, God don't make junk. You have to just... Send love, send light, light your candles, do your hexes and curses if you must. Remember, a good witch does not hex and tell. (laughs) But we have to send love, send light, but accept for ourselves the field of all possibilities and keep raising our vibration in a way that we're accepting the positive, the highest, the loftiest, the best possible outcome and scenario we're reaching for the best, highest possible outcome the best have you seen the rainbow sky have you seen the colors change before your eyes I have and I know it's real I'm in the fifth dimension guys and I'm going up higher than that if I can help it before I'm through I'll be in the seventh or the ninth dimension physically maybe can you be in there Physically, I don't know. <laughs> In one way or another, capacity why I don't know. Choose your quantum entanglements. Choose your emotional entanglements. Choose your relationship entanglements wisely. Choose where you want to be at spiritually. In 10 years, do you want to be fighting about some person calling themselves a Satanist or a baby witch hexing the moon. Like what the fuck was that about? Those weird people. Like they just don't know what the hell they're doing. Remember my, my interview with Luna, the moon last year, she said she kind of just doesn't give a fine fig about any individual person, whether they call themselves a witch or not is not any of her business she doesn't really give a fuck to be honest (laughs) she really doesn't she's like I'm doing my job and that's all I can do and I'm shining reflecting the light of the sun on the earth at night for all of earth's creatures she doesn't say oh wait that 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 KKK rally over there screw them I'm not going to shine on them hard to hear. I know it's freaking hard to hear. I don't like those people either, but I love them. I don't like their actions, but I love them. I love the core of who they are. I love the essence of their pure, beautiful, divine soul that God created out of pure love and innocence. That's the point of entanglement in which I wish to be a part of. I I, I want to participate in the point of love 
that understands that everybody is that. We are love. We are divine. It's not like you and me and a host of others, maybe 10 or 15 of us, maybe, all have twin flames and we're the best of the best, the cream of the crop. We rose to the top and fuck y'all, you horrible, evil, spiritual assholes that don't know anything, non-spiritual assholes that don't know anything. Like, you know, like we can't, (laughs) this guy says to me the other day, there's only 144,000 pairs of twin flames in the world right now. I'm like, well, how the hell do you know that? Well, I channel God if you must know. Like, I channel God every single week, and I talk about twin flames, and God tells us about twin flame relationships and connections. And I don't know why you don't know this, but every person in this duality world, living or dead, past or future, all have twin flames because you cannot be in 3D in a world of duality and polarity without having been split into the dark and the light, the passive and the active, the male and the female, the divine feminine and divine masculine. This has no, uh, nothing to do with gender or gender identity. Okay. It has everything to do with the energy of the masculine feminine. You could be in a male body and be a divine feminine, right? You can be, you know, or the opposite or whatever. I don't want to go into all the possibilities there, but the field of possibilities, you have to accept it all for yourself, the good, the bad, the ugly, (laughs) the weird, the bizarre, the odd, strange, got to accept it all, but you don't have to accept it all into your life and, and be a part of it, but you have to understand that you are entangled with all of it because it all comes from a point of singularity which is the unity, the God, the one, the zero, the Aleph, the fool. <laughs> the no thing that is indeed the everything that from the nothing comes the everything from nothing and no way comes away. Remember Michael Beth were Beck Worth's name it comes up twice in two days. Uh, Reverend Michael Beckworth said that in The Secret. If you've never seen the movie The Secret, by the way, go watch the movie The Secret. It's on Netflix. Go watch What the Bleep Do We Know. If you've never seen it, it's on Netflix. I think they're all also on YouTube for free. Go watch it immediately if you've never seen these movies. And if you've only seen them once, you might want to go see them 10 more times each. I might want to go see them 10 more times each. I've already seen um, Secret, like, God, 20 or 30 times. I still want to see it. You know, there's just so much jam-packed information. And they talk about quantum entanglement there, too. So, do you think it would be a miracle in your life if you could love and accept everybody and everything, no matter what, forever? Do you think it'd be a miracle for you? I'm going to read to you guys something about miracles right now. Because usually I don't read the in-between the lessons part of A Course in Miracles. But I'm going to read this to you today. This might touch you 
in a different way, right? And some of the things I've said today might be striking your ears a little funny. Not funny, ha-ha, but funny, uh-oh. <laughs> you got, if it's going to hurt you, if it's going to, like, trigger you, or I hate the fucking word trigger. Sorry about that. I just don't want to say it. I said it yesterday, too. And I'm just like, ugh. Trigger was a horse in the 1950s. Let's get over that. <laughs> I mean, this is, but if it's pushing your buttons, this is me being a Hayoka empathic shaman, okay? I am a Hayoka lightning shaman and I am an empath, and I know some stuff is gonna really kind of just put a bee in your bonnet until you learn to lift your hat off and accept everybody. Here we go. We're gonna talk about this for a minute. And it even says 13, which means death and transformation. Boom. Here you go. <laughs> we are in uh, the workbook in, in um, part two still. And it says 13. What is a miracle? ACIM.org if you want to check this out. A miracle is a correction. It does not create, not really change at all nor really change at all. It merely looks on devastation and reminds the mind that what it sees is false. It undoes error, but does not attempt to go beyond perception nor exceed the function of forgiveness. Thus it stays within time's limits, yet it paves the way for the return of timelessness and love's awakening for fear must slip away under the gentle remedy it brings. A miracle contains the gift of grace, for it is given and received as one. And thus it illustrates the law of truth the world does not obey because it fails entirely to understand its ways. A miracle inverts perception, which was upside down before. (laughs) <laughs> and thus it ends the strange distortions that were manifest. Um, side note, like cannibalism, racism, pedophilia. These are all distortions, by the way. By the by, okay. Getting back into this. <laughs> A miracle inverts perception, which was upside down before. And thus it ends the strange distortions that were manifest. Now is perception open to the truth. Now is forgiveness seen as justified. Forgiveness is the home of miracles. Forgiveness is the home of miracles. I'm going to say that a third time, guys. Forgiveness is the home of miracles. That would make a great t-shirt, right? The eyes of Christ to deliver them to all they look upon in mercy and in love. Perception stands corrected in his sight. And what was meant to curse has actually come to bless. Each lily of forgiveness offers all the world the silent miracle of love. Each lily of forgiveness offers all the world the silent miracle 
of love. And each is laid before the word of God upon the universal altar to creator and creation in the light of perfect purity and endless joy. The miracle is taken first on faith because to ask for it implies the mind has been made ready to conceive of what it cannot see and does not understand. Yet faith will bring its witnesses to show that what is rested on, what it rested on is really there. And thus the miracle will justify your faith in it and show it rested on a world more real than what you saw before. A world redeemed from what you thought was there. Miracles fall like drops of healing rain from heaven on a dry and dusty world. Do you guys hear the rain? I mean, seriously, I can't make this crap up. Do you hear the rain? I'm going to put my tablet a little bit closer to my roof. I'm on the third floor. Here's the rain. Hopefully you can hear that. I'm going to read that again because boy, this just, everything is so kismet and cosmic and thank you, God. Thank you, prime creator. Miracles fall like drops of healing rain from heaven on a dry and dusty world where starved and thirsty creatures come to die. Now they have water. (laughs) Now the world is green and everywhere the signs of life spring up to show that what is born can never die for what has life has immortality everywhere the signs of life spring up to show that what is born can never die for what has life has immortality Oh my God. Oh my God. A miracle is a correction, guys. So here we go. Let's get on into it. Let's go back to our daily. (laughs) We'll go back to our daily programming. What do we normally talk about? This is it. Spaceweather.com. Let's talk a little bit of science and see what's going on in the world from a scientific standpoint, because it is justifying our spiritual beliefs. It is justifying all the crazy things we perceive to be in the world. We've got proof. There's proof. We're going to talk about that right now. Spaceweather.com. Now these gorgeous pictures are still there. Oh my goodness. Remember the geomagnetic geomagnetic unrest is likely today. This is, you know, yesterday and today. Seriously, I mean, high latitude sky watchers are on high alert for auroras and Steve and the comet and all the beautiful, lovely, beautiful rainbow colors in the sky right now. I'd say beautiful twice. It's so beautiful. Seriously, this is incredible. These pictures are just, oh, goodness. All right. Solar wind speed right now is 363.6 kilometers per second. It's picked up, I think, since yesterday. 
We're still on sunspot number 11. <laughs> Getting ready. It's still over to the left a little bit. It's, it hasn't come to the center yet. We got a few more days to worry about if it's going to be a full-on sunspot that wants to hurl a coronal mass ejection at us or not. I mean, the sun itself still pushing its solar wind our way. And then we've got all the radiation, the cosmic radiation. I mean, we're still under solar solar minimum. It's still underway. The sun's magnetic field is weak, allowing extra cosmic rays into the solar system right now. Neutron counts from the University of Alouse Sodenkyle Geophysical Observatory show that cosmic rays reaching Earth in 2020 are near a space-age peak. The Ulu neutron counts today are very high. 48-hour change, 0.5% higher than in the past two days. We're at 10.2% right now, guys. We are being bombarded today with solar winds. Hasn't quite happened yet. That's why I'm doing the show early. Oh, my God. I know how this thing has knocked me out. (laughs) You know, I don't want to have that sleeping thing where I don't get the show published till 6 in the morning again. Happened again yesterday. But I was awake. Actually, I was wide awake, but the problem was my my phone, uh, well, the battery, I had to wait till it got charged. Because I read that story and I kept thinking it was going to end and never ended. I might add it as a bonus supplement. We'll see. I'll let you guys know when I get it up. (laughs) But yeah, so today the solar winds will be hitting and tomorrow the solar winds will be hitting. Here we go. Here we go. And you know what happens with all those beautiful gamma rays, baby. They manipulate our DNA. They increase our light, literally. And what is light but information? What is light but information coming to us directly through the sun? Information from God right into our bodies, manipulating our DNA so that we can create all the miracles of Jesus. He did it all on his own. We got a ton, 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 constant flow of help. We are so damned lucky. We're doing it all together. We're sending together. We have the the ETs, the Pleiadians, the Andromedans, Arcturians, the Lyrans, and more. Giving us love and light constantly. We've got God, Jesus, all the angels of heaven and all the angels on earth. All of us archangels who came here to raise the vibration and the knowledge of the planet and the consciousness So all of you and all of us, all of the things and all of the solar system and all of the universe can raise its consciousness right now. By the way, as above, so below, it's not just us. It's not just here. You know, us on planet earth, on the surface, there's beings in the center of the earth. They're raising their consciousness too. Chimpanzees have gotten smarter. Monkeys are using better tools. Like, seriously, all the animal kingdom, they're all going up one. We're all going up one. It's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, there's animals raping each other. That crap didn't happen before, I don't think. 
and it's weird but it's a part of consciousness that has to be apparently experienced it's weird but I'm not going to judge judge not lest you be judged oh that's a whole nother chestnut ain't it (laughs) that's a whole nother thing I told you to love everybody a little bit ago we're all quantumly entangled with everybody stop judging them they're you stop judging you you're them be the best shiniest brightest light that you possibly could be attract the moths to the flame the ones that don't burn up are gonna go up the ones that don't burn up in your light are gonna go up in ascension of consciousness all right so here we go it's good boy some days i really just sound like an old-time preacher don't i i just i, I love it i love that that's coming out of me i love this part of my personality that i didn't really know about before too much it's just i'm getting more aware of it <laughs> it's kind of fun all right the uh, network reported 11 fireballs 10 were sporadic and one is an alpha capricorniid by the way comet neowise is still in the sky just below the big dipper so go look at it yesterday was at the earth at the closest i would i was out there for oh my gosh a long time with my kid and the dogs we were looking trying to look for it we couldn't see it it was cloudy I just kept waiting for the clouds to dissipate so I could see it. Oh, here we go. Here's, speaking of clouds, here's the thunder and lightning coming up. Hey. (laughs) All right, so 11 uh, fireballs reported by the all-sky cameras of NASA and the all-sky fireball network. There you go. All kinds of stuff going on. Uh, Schumann residence in Italy, dude, was seven. (laughs) I wonder how many people are like, oh, I have a, I'm so relieved. I'm just having a break because it's seven. No, it's not true. There's not a break on the planet. I don't know why I went back down to below normal. I don't know what's going on there, but I do know that, well, two days ago, <laughs> two days ago, this is where we were at, according to heartmath.org, because Italy is not the end all be all Schumann residence for the whole planet. It's just one little tiny place. So, let's do it. Let's go here. California was at 127 hertz frequency. Hafuf, Saudi Arabia, for some reason, still at zero. Don't know why. Usually when they raise up off the mat, though, it's like 200, 300. I don't know why. It might be that their instruments are down, though. So, you know what? We're not going to judge that to be what the number actually is. I don't know why it's at zero. I mean, I look at Italy and say it's seven. That's definitely at seven. But looking at this at zero, it might just be that someone unplugged the damn machine. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't. I don't know how they measure this. <laughs> I really don't know how. I think it's something to do with the computer. I. I don't know. I honestly, I don't know. Anyway, Lithuania two days ago. This is the 2300 hour of Wednesday. By the way, Lithuania was at 157 hertz frequency on the Schumann resonance scale. Alberta, Canada was at 267 hertz frequency, while Northland, New Zealand was at 56, still well within the realm of the <laughs> fifth dimension. 56 hertz frequency, Northland, New Zealand, and in Hulului, South Africa, they were at 82 hertz frequency. So guess what? I mean, out of seven places, out of these numbers, five are in the fifth dimension. 
Now, it's not to say that Italy's not in the fifth dimension. I think it is. Maybe it's the Vatican holding them down with their ritualistic, cannibalistic death cult of pedophiles. <laughs> I mean, it's just becoming this grand cosmic joke, ain't it? In it? It's just a big, fat joke. It's hilarious to me. Have you guys seen Warrior Nun yet? Oh, my God. <laughs> you gotta see Warrior Nun. Oh, my God. It's so strange. It's so funny. There's some spiritual things to it. There's some spiritual things to it. Okay. I'm going to take a quick break, guys. And when I come back, I'm going to read to you Lesson 341 of A Course in Miracles because I'm running out. And then we're going to get into the news for the week. And the weird news. It's that time of year, guys. Finally. OMG. I am up for not only one, but two People's Choice Podcast Awards this year. I had no idea. I just found out. Okay, the voting starts today, July 1st, and goes through the 31st of July. And I need you guys to nominate my podcast. This is how you do it. Go to podcastawards.com and you have to sign up in order to nominate me, in order to vote, and you have to go to the very first category at the top and it's the Adam Curry's People's Choice Podcast Award. And I'm way down on the list because, you know, M, Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. And you just click that. And then when you're done with that section, you go to the religion and spirituality category. And again, cast your vote for Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. And then you have to go way at the bottom, at the bottom part of the page and say save my nominations and that's it it's that simple it takes less than two minutes probably one minute if you have high-speed internet of course it's not that much you can even do this on your phone it's super super simple i voted for myself on my tablet omg (laughs) so thank you for your continued support and listenership and voting for this show because by doing so you're keeping the show alive and we're getting the word out so that other people can benefit from my expertise thank you so much from the bottom of my heart
classrooms. Cut down the fuel you used to get school. Drastic. Spread the word, get vocal. Make it go global when buying food, stay local. Never mind the dishwasher, do it by hand. But I hate washing off. Ah, come on, it's grand. Just one small change in the little things we do. We'll show you how and now it's up to you. It's our future. It's our earth. We need to protect it for what it's worth. It's our future. to mend it before it ends. This is our home, so don't destroy it. Everyone should do their bit. Ice caps melting, seas getting high. Homes will be flooded. Polar bears will die. The sun's getting hotter. The rain won't fall. I'm afraid we won't survive at all. Recycle the plastic. Please, it's great. You don't want that ending up in the sea. It's like people use this planet as a bin. Pick up your trash, that's where you begin. Temperature is rising. We are just one small change in the little things we do. We'll show you how and now it's up to you. It's our future. It's our earth. We need to protect it for what it's worth. It's our future. It's our earth. We need to protect it for what it's worth. If you cut down flowers and trees, you contribute to the mass extinction of the bees. guys i got a little long-winded in the first part but you know what we're throwing down some serious light serious light serious information coming down today do you have to like what the people do no do you have to like the people no do you have to love the people yes give everybody space for grace for all the human race because you are the face of god Lesson 341 in A Course in Miracles. You may find the Foundation for Inner Peace website at acim.org. Lesson 341 is this. I can attack my own, I can attack but my own sinlessness. And it is only that which keeps me safe. I can attack but my own sinlessness and it is only that which keeps me safe. 
Father, your Son is holy. I am he, on whom you smile in love and tenderness, so dear, so deep. And still the universe smiles back on you and shares your holiness. How pure, how safe, how holy then are we abiding in your smile and with all your love bestowed upon us, living one with you in brotherhood and fatherhood complete in sinlessness so perfect that the Lord of sinlessness conceives us as his son, a universe of thought completing him. Let us not then attack our sinlessness, for it contains the word of God to us. And in its kind reflection, we are saved. I can attack my own sinlessness, and it is only that which keeps me safe, actually. So there you go. Lesson 341, A Course in Miracles. We got an extra dose of that today, didn't we? (laughs) Miracles are seen in the light. Let the light come. Let the light come. Contemplate all the things I said today that bothered you because it's going to come to a point where you're going to go, oh, oh yeah, I see that now. I see it. I didn't say to stop protesting if that's your calling I didn't say to stop saying black lives matter but what I'm telling you is to stop hating other people that don't believe what you believe that don't think the way you think that do evil things that you would never in a million years consider doing because you always follow the path of light or you're in the gray area but you're choosing the light now In their end, in the end, there can be only one. God's schematic is much like Highlander. We're all going to lose our heads. And in the end, there can only be one, the Godhead. <laughs> all right, I'm going to pause this for a second, and then we're going to queue up the news, baby. We're going to get into that Earth Changers report and see who in the world we need to pray for. Who do we need to send love and light to and sunshine happiness to? We all are one, baby. Quantum entanglement. We're going to love everybody. All right, hold on. I'm going to pause this, and then we're going to talk about the weekly world news. The weird news will come on right after we talk about the earth changes. All right, guys, this is the part of the week in which we talk about what has happened in the world as far as earth changes, not as far as you know, like the news, because we all know the news, right? We've all pretty much, you could avoid it as much as you can. Still, people are going to freaking bring it up. (laughs) Oh God, we are, you know, we're at the end of the schematic guys. (laughs) So let's just make us some popcorn, sit back and watch it happen while meditating and bringing love and light to everybody, you know, so important. Starting with yourself and then start loving everybody. 
Love people. Start with loving people that uh, hurt you. Exes. Old teachers, you know. Dog that bit you, you know. <laughs> Just start, start there. Start small. And then work your way out. All right, according to Watchers.News, at least 12 people were killed as buildings collapsed amid Mumbai's third worst July rain since 2015, and that's in India. Oh, my gosh. Oh, what a mess. Uh, Please send love and light to Mumbai, India. You know, it doesn't look like their housing's... I mean, rain is making their housing fall down. Rain. They need better housing standards and they need the poorest of the poor are very vulnerable and they need more money. I mean, seriously, this is why I'm all for basic income, man. Universal basic income. Do you think that people that, you know, family of 10 that had 2000 each coming in are going to live in a house that's going to collapse from a little bit of rain? OMG. Hashtag OMG. Oh, my God. Well, God bless them and their families that send love and light to India. Here we go, guys. Once in 500 years, storm has now hit Northland, New Zealand. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know what? Hold on a minute. Hold up. I'm going to go see what the Schumann resonance was on the day this happened. Hold on. Because, okay, we're going to see. Now, this was reported on... July 18th, but we're going to find out when it happened, okay? And then I'm going to go check this out. July 17th, 2020. Unusual interaction between two low-pressure zones caused intense storms over New Zealand's Northland. The worst affected was Wangarei, where emergency services responded to 220 calls. This is just diabolical for our people. We've gone from drought to dealing with a one in 500 a year event. Unbelievable. When Gary Mayor Sherry Mai said, wow, 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 wow. They got 8.6 inches of rain. And uh, let's see how to, in, basically 1.9 inches per hour. So like in, in eight hours, And then some gauges were at 9.8 inches of rain in 24 hours. Wow. I'm seeing what else. So that's a lot. If you're not used to getting that kind of rain, that's crazy. So now that was on the 17th. Okay, that's what happened on the 17th. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to pause this and I'm going to go queue up (laughs) our our Schumann residence and see what happened in Northland, New Zealand on the 17th. All right, so somewhere around the 17th, I think before all this had happened, they were around 70 hertz frequency on the Schumann resonance scale. It quickly escalated to like up to 80 and then up to 100. And it was in like around 126 hertz frequency by the 18th. And then it dropped down back to the 70s, 80s. And then on the 19th again, the Shimon residents in Northland, New Zealand went up to 136. Probably as they're dealing with the devastating nature of the storm. And we'll see in a couple in a couple minutes if there's another article on this. Because maybe that might be what happened, right? 
I, people react to it and their reaction does create a change in the Schumann resonance, right? I think, you know, I, I think, I mean, seems to me that's, it's a reaction. You could see it. All right. Volcanic vent detected in the Dayukeng area of the low resting Tatan volcano group. This sounds like a mortgage lender. The, this is the Tatan volcano group. <laughs> uh, okay. In Taiwan, I say volcano vent detected in the Dayukeng area and the long resting Tatan volcano group, Taiwan. Strange. Okay. All right. Well, new volcano vent. All right. In the Tonga region, a shallow 6.1, here's that number again, 6.1, this is quite often, hit the Tonga region, so earthquake in Tonga, basically, it's not, I don't think it's too uh, devastating, because I think it looked like it was out in the ocean. A swollen river inundates hundreds of homes in the capital of Kathmandu, cut off. As the death toll surpasses 130 people in Nepal. A lot of stuff going on in that region, you know, uh, between India and China. You know, like India, China, up in the mountains, you know, Burma, Bangladesh, Nepal. There's a lot of weird stuff going on over there. A lot of weird karma is being worked out right now. The Indian soldiers against the Chinese. They were, they had a stick and rock fighting match. Like 12 people died. Did you guys hear about that? They're beating each other with sticks. <laughs> sticks and rocks. What the flock? Because they want to own a road. They, there's a, I think it's, um, in one of those countries, they have uranium naturally occurring and they want to quickly gather up the uranium for their nuclear experiments. It's terrifying, guys. It's terrifying. So let's send love and light over there. Just smooth all those crazy ruffled feathers and put down, you know, back away from the sticks and rocks, guys. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, when they, I mean, seriously, when they, when they get up to tasers and guns, we're going to be in trouble. Swollen River. Cut off Kathmandu, Nepal. Listen to the sunshine, guys. Love and sunshine and warmth. They need it. Strong Strombolian activity in Pacaya. Woo, Guatemala. New lava flows and blue fumaroles observed in Guatemala. Do you guys know what a blue fumarole is? It's when uh, there's, I think it's extra sulfur pockets are uncovered when the flow of the lava is going and the beautiful orange-red lava turns bright freaking blue. It is absolutely stunningly beautiful. I just saw it for the first time like last week. I was like, wow. Wow, this is like so beautiful. There's a, a volcano that's constantly flowing its lava. And it's blue. Blue lava and the fires coming off of it. It's like, it's like the noctilucent clouds. It's absolutely beautiful. And that's like a, 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 a travel extreme travel adventure that you can go on to look at the blue lava. So that's crazy. The blue fumaroles have been observed in Guatemala. That's awesome. I used to live there. I used to stare at Pacaya all the time, every day having my coffee. Guatemalan coffee, baby. 
Ooh, good coffee over there. <laughs> and I was just like, what? What? Seriously, every day I saw the um, the coffee growing up on the mountain right there in Antigua. If you've ever had a cup of Antigua coffee in Starbucks, you've drank coffee from a farm that I saw every day for, oh gosh, six months. <laughs> oh, well, let's send love and light to the Guatemalans that they are safe from the flow of lava etc. Strombolian activity. Wow. Northern Vietnam hit by deadly floods and landslides right after they've had the longest heat wave in 49 years. Oh God, did we do that? Did we send them rain because they're having a heat wave? A tropical heat wave. I hope I didn't do that with my mind. (laughs) Oh, goodness, guys. Northern Vietnam hit by deadly floods and landslides after the longest heat wave in 49 years. Dare we send them sunshine? I think we ought to, but gentle sunshine, not heavy-duty tropical sunshine. A gentle warming sunshine that warms their bones and makes them feel good, but doesn't give them heat stroke. I, You know, you can't win for losing. I love, I love everyone in the world and Vietnamese people are no different. I love them all. I was Vietnamese in my most recent past life. I was there during the war. It was horrible. Northern Vietnam. Let's send them some sunshine, not heat. How's that? Clear up some of these landslides. Deep 6.0 earthquake hits Fiji. Here we go again. You know, space weather has a lot to do with these earthquakes, by the way, and the volcanic activity, by the way. Entanglement, remember, baby, quantum entanglement. It is all connected. So, locust plague has spread to Europe. Oh, my effing God. Locust plague has spread to Europe as Sardinia sees the worst attack in 70 years in Italy. Well, there you go, Vatican. (laughs) There's your biblical, there's your biblical uh, prophecy right there. I got your biblical prophecy for you right here, says all the locusts. Locust plague spreads to Europe as Sardinia sees the worst attack in 70 years years that's in Italy oh my god it's the end of the world as we know it yeah but I feel fine (laughs) oh but I do feel for Europeans I've been feeling this locust attack thing I've been I've been sending a lot of love and light throughout all of South Oh, all south through central through northern Africa, all of Africa, the continent of Africa. I'm sending lots of love and light. And now it's hitting Europe. Oh my God. Locusts in Italy. Oh my God. Send them love and light. I don't even know what to do. Pesticide, can raid, love and light. I don't know. Six million people have been affected. Six million people have been affected. 90,000 people have been displaced. 470 people have died. 
as the flood situation remains very grim in India. Love and light, love and light, love and light to India. God says, send love, send them light, send them sunshine. Sunshine, happiness, and rainbows. Oh my God. Powerful explosion has happened in Mexico at Popocatapetl. Heavy ash from this volcano has gone up 7.3 kilometers. That's 24,000 feet above sea level. Well, I mean, from the actually from the volcano, 24,000 feet up from the volcano. The volcano itself is already pretty high up off, sea, off the sea floor. Now that's gonna do a little bit of damage. I don't know what to send there. Clear air, clear energy. Popocatapetl. I can't even say this. Popocatapetl. Popocatapetl. Maybe that's it. Powerful explosion in Mexico. In this... Boy, it's beautiful. It's snow-capped. Massive plume coming out of there. You want to go check it out? Watchers.news. iMerg maps show excessive monsoon rains across all of Asia. All of Asia's been hitting with rain right now, so let's send them love, light, and sunshine. Tropical Storm Hannah has formed in the Gulf of Mexico. Landfalls expected in Texas on Saturday, July 25th. They say you shouldn't mess with Texas, but Hannah doesn't know that. She'll be messing with Texas and just, well, looks like she might already, well, you know, about tomorrow. She's going to go mess with Texas tomorrow. Powerful Hurricane Douglas entered the Central Pacific and is heading towards Hawaii. Douglas. Hannah and Douglas. Sounds like a name. Hannah Douglas. Or Douglas Hannah. Either way, that could be someone's name. Isn't that strange? Powerful Hurricane Douglas entering the Central Pacific, heading towards Hawaii. Brace yourselves, Hawaii. Brace yourselves, Hawaii. Let's send, let's send love and sunshine both to Texas, Gulf of Mexico, and Hawaii. Let's send them love and light. Nepal records its highest number of fatal landslides in 15 years. Let's send them some sunshine and the strength and fortitude to carry on and rebuild. Mumbai, too. I mean, in all these places. Large-scale volcano tectonic reactivation event has happened in the Reykjanes Peninsula in Iceland, according to the satellite's map surface, surface deformation. I guess that's satellites show the map surface deformation. Deformation. Can't say that word right now. So, volcano tectonic reactivation event. Basically, in Iceland, we're going to have more fire. Well, that's to be expected. It is the land of ice and fire, after all. And in the Reykjanes Peninsula, what I worry about is the uh, earthquakes that result from the volcanic activity. You know, they can reach, you know, the places where the people live. But most of this place in Iceland, it's not too... Um, not too populated. I mean, it's freaking hot and freaking cold all at once. <laughs> Make up your mind. Just kidding. 
It's really beautiful. Have you ever seen pictures of Iceland? It's such a strange, hostile environment and super beautiful. It's funny. It can be so hostile and so beautiful all at once, right? All right, I'm going to pause this and I'm going to go check out um, what I can see, what I can see in the world of Adi. But I think first we've got to cover the coronavirus numbers because it's been a while. I've been kind of avoiding it. Wear a mask, baby, because it's it's still ah, still going on. All right, hold on. I'm going to check out those numbers, and then we're going to get right on into the weird news. All right, so here we go. Where I live, we have 420,000, 480,000 people living here. Only 71 people have died in my state. Not just my city, but in my state. But I think that last week or the other week I read 86 I think the numbers are being fudged a little bit possibly or maybe my memory maybe I just hopped to a new timeline where less people died I don't know but anyway according to worldometers.info coronavirus cases have reached as of this moment 15,822,303 close to 16 million people have had this virus that have been tested it might be as high as three times that deaths the death toll worldwide right now uh, officially 639,547 people have died from coronavirus that's COVID-19 and only uh, 9.6 million have recovered so let's let's see what's going on here 94% have been recovered or discharged from the coronavirus. That means 6% of the people overall from beginning to end so far up to the minute, 6% have died. That's it. Remember back when it was 21% died? Now it's only 6%. These are in the cases which had an outcome which is 10.2 million, almost 10.3 million people have had an outcome and only six of six percent of them have died not six of them six percent so we're approaching spanish flu epidemic numbers of 1918 and you know it is what it is so it is now in 213 countries and territories around the world and two international conveyances wow Wow. In the United States, 4.2, more than 4.2 million total cases. 40,000 new cases today. 40,291 cases in the United States today. 147,943 people have died from this. And President Trump just decided to wear a mask, finally. Little too little, little too late. 594 people have died in the United States today from the coronavirus. 760 people have died from the coronavirus in India. They have 1.3 million cases, more than. Brazil has more than 2.3 million cases. Russia is creeping up on the million mark with 800,849 cases. South Africa has 13,944 new cases today. Um, 420,000 people have had it. 
250 people died in South Africa today. So, I mean, it's like, you know, just looking down these numbers, I mean, I'm not going to read them all, obviously. It'd take a couple hours to do that. You know, it's just, um, that's crazy, man. It's crazy. I'm looking, though, from where I live in Ireland, though, 25,845 people have had it only. 19 new cases today. Good, they're doing something right. You know, it's not... It's not as devastating. They have only 1,763 people in Ireland have died. So some countries are, are, um, you know, they're, they're kind of handling it better than others. In Nepal, only one person died today. They've only had 18,000 cases. 133 new people have gotten it. So just, I, no matter where in the world you live, guys, wear a mask. Stay away from other people. If you don't want to wear a mask, stay at home. I'm telling you, ozone generators, UV lights, that's the way to go. That is the way to go. You know, I had food delivered yesterday and I put it under a UV light and ozone generator. Okay, it takes out some of the odor of the food, which means it's not as pleasant to eat. It's still good, but I know that I didn't have any virus on that food. Uh, You know, and if it did, it was neutralized immediately. Seriously, this is why I've been doing my my son and I. It's like we take that thing and we put that UV light with the ozone generator in every single room, every single, well, maybe not in two weeks. We've let let it lapse. We were talking about today, like, you know, we're going to have to have that light in the middle of every room. I'm going to put it twice in my bedroom, once near my bed and once near, you know, near the other half of the room. Go put it in my bathroom. You know, it's like every single room needs this. If we don't want this in our home, I'm encouraging you guys. I mean, seriously, wish.com, you could order even a Roomba with the UV light on the bottom of it. It'll go around and sweep your, your floor for free <laughs> every day. And it also kill the germs as it goes along, sweeping it up and killing it up. <laughs> it's kind of cool. I feel like 40 bucks, 40 bucks. A Roomba is like $200. Take the word Roomba off, buy it directly from the factory in China. 40 bucks, you got this thing. You got it. I'm just saying, you guys, seriously, there's ways to take care of yourself, and um, that might be something, you know. I Seriously, like when we were spraying so much alcohol, rubbing alcohol around here, my body started to get devastated. I was having devastating health effects from it. I'm on prednisone right now. I don't know if it's because of just having my body, my immune system breaking down from that. Just from the alcohol itself. I feel better today, though. Thank God I'm on, like, three days of prednisone. And I'm like, woo, boy, I'm getting this show done at 2 in the afternoon instead of 2 in the morning. (laughs) So, all right, I'm going to pause this and we're going to start looking for the odd, strange, and weird news right now. All right, I've decided (laughs) it's official we're going to get our weird news this week from coasttocoastam.com. All right. On July 13th, it was reported that a paranormal investigation at the Tiger King Zoo has prompted a police response. In a bizarre turn of events, the filming of a paranormal television program at the Oklahoma Zoo, made infamous by the Netflix series Tiger King, was put on hold over the weekend when police had to be called to investigate the possible detection of human remains. 
The confluence of strangeness reportedly began Friday when the show Ghost Adventures visited the notorious wildlife park in search of spirits. For reasons unexplained, part of the production included an enlisting of cadaver dogs, which is where things got weird, um, you think? Ooh. According to Garvin County Sheriff Jim Mullet, Oh, God. God, help me. Jim Mullet. Tiger King has a mullet. Oh. Things are just more and more bizarre at this story. Anyway. (laughs) The Sheriff Jim Mullet. The two body-sniffing canines hit upon a small alligator pond that is no longer being used. And understandably, this prompted a call to police. Team of investigators soon arrived and they spent five hours searching the location. We took our time. We looked around, said Mullet to a local TV station, looked in the pond and we dug right down. However, the only remains that cops were able to find were those of a small tailless animal. (laughs) What? Be that as it may, the current owner of the wildlife park is not quite ready to dismiss. The possibility that a body could be buried at the site. Jeff Lowe expressed doubt over the results of the search. He theorized that a storm which swept over the area could have had a hand in confusing the dogs. When it came to narrowing down the precise spot where human remains may be buried at the zoo. As such, he plans to bring the canines back to the location at some point in the future. After the uh, ground is dried and they might be able to hit upon a different spot. It's like, why do you want to find dead bodies? Like, you know, why? It, it's just, why you go look for that? Nope. <laughs> oh my goodness. If you haven't seen Comet Neowise yet, it is still going to be visible to the naked eye a little bit. 90 minutes after sunset. It's uh, just a little bit south of the Big Dipper, just a little bit lower in the sky than the Big Dipper. Or Ursa Major, if you want to call it the, you know, the Big Bear, basically. So, uh, Jesus has been spotted in a cut tree branch. Workers pruning trees in Brazil cannot believe their eyes when they sliced off a branch and they noticed that the trunk featured a marking which bore an uncanny resemblance. To Jesus Christ. Now I'm looking at this and I'm thinking this bears an uncanny resemblance to a man in a robe. <laughs> but this is crazy. I seriously, you got to see these pictures. In one of them, looks like he's holding a candy cane. <laughs> uh, this is crazy. It's actually pretty cool. It's like a 3D. It's like it's like a or not 3D, but it's like a um, it's a really good drawing. Looks like a really good drawing of Jesus. But this is, it's like you can tell it's ingrained in the wood. Pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff there. Templar Cross Crop Circle has been found in France, tormenting the farm owners because, of course, they're getting a lot of attention as droves of visitors are going to the farm. Knight's Templar Cross, and it's inside two circles. And then there's another pattern there, too. It's pretty cool, actually. It's pretty damned cool. You guys, by the way, a lot of crop circles have been <laughs> cropping up. <laughs> uh, and I think that a lot of them 
are representations of our chakras and I and the most recent one was very complex I'm thinking it's is it the eighth ninth tenth it thinks the tenth chakra this most recent one not the Knights Templar one but I feel like it's raising the consciousness of humanity the the crop circle beings of light that make them so check it out you know go you know go look up hashtag crop circles or hashtag crop circles 2020 you know um go check it out on on facebook and youtube and and instagram because you're gonna see some really cool things over there so uh all right let's see we already talked about this last week the ufo group in mexico that's claiming underwater bases underwater alien bases are repelling the hurricanes that's why they've been protected for the past 50 years that's on here uh, a shuttered jewelry store in Michigan has decided to turn its remaining inventory into <laughs> a statewide treasure hunt. Ooh, ooh, that looks cool. He had a bunch of money and looks. And I hope the hopefully this is not just stock footage, but this is cool. He's got like a pile of money and a ring, a lot of gold coins. That would be pretty cool. And find out find some part of that that'd be neat go on treasure hunt a rare yellow turtle has been found in india it is entirely yellow in color they recently captured it it looks i'm looking at it right now guys and it looks like it has a yellow tortilla on its back (laughs) a corn tortilla it's literally the color of well maize that's what i'd call that's what i'd call her if she was my turtle I'd call her Maze. She's super cute, man. Yellow turtle. Never seen that in my life. A Bigfoot print might have been found in Utah. A hiker exploring a forested area of Utah last month stumbled upon a sizable impression in the dirt he suspects could have been left by Bigfoot. Oh, I love this one. It's like Irish people playing tricks again. From beyond the grave. Potato poltergeist plagues Indian family. A family in India believes that some kind of supernatural force has been raining stones and bizarrely potatoes onto the roof of their home, as well as throwing them around inside their residence. This might mean this might need further investigation, guys. I'm gonna go beyond. (laughs) I'm going to go beyond just the headline on this one. This one looks interesting. All right, here we go. (laughs) According to a local media report, the case of high strangeness, by the way, this is porn, but this is Tim Benal is who the reporter is on this one. So the high strangeness started last Friday night in the community of Umtru when King star Thongni heard a knock at the door of a neighboring house where his parents live. When there was no one to be found, the family suspected the mysterious sounds had come from troublemakers in the neighborhood and promptly resulted in a phone call to the authorities. While a subsequent search turned up no no one, no one at all, no sign of anyone, things took an odd turn when the stones began raining down upon his house. Confused cops on the scene could not figure out where the falling rocks 
were coming from. Eventually, the family left the home for what they hoped would be a less chaotic location. Thong Ni and his children returned to the residence over the weekend where they discovered a box of potatoes had been opened and emptied. Now, since that time, their home has been pelted with not just stones, but spuds as well. Chillingly, the eerie activity is not just confined to outside the house, Thongni says, as those items as well as various other household goods have been observed flying around the residence as if propelled by unseen force. This would seem to preclude the possibility of the barrage of stones and potatoes are merely the work of pranksters outside the house. In light of the inexplicable nature of the events in his home, Thongni and other residents of his village suspect that the cause of the commotion is some kind of paranormal entity. While they do not specifically suggest it is a poltergeist, the incidents are in keeping with familiar cases of such noisy ghosts reported throughout the world. For their part, village elders offered the somewhat reassuring assessment that the perceived troubles are caused by either a deity or a supernatural being which is merely passing through the area and presumably will be departing soon. Well, I don't know. You know, it seems to me like it might be someone pissed off an elemental. That might be the fae. There might be a fairy in there. Just the house fairy got mad. That can happen. It's happened in my... I've had... I had a, like a, a whirlwind, like a tornado in my home <laughs> during tax season. We had all of our taxes on our table. And all of a sudden a whirlwind happened. All the windows and doors were closed. We had a whirlwind inside our house. I turned and looked and I saw the biggest spirit of a enormous 200 foot tall pine tree spirit in my living room. And I'm like, uh, honey, it <laughs> happened a couple nights in a row. My husband was like, um, all right, I'm going to look. <laughs> like we were scared the kids were asleep upstairs. And, and he turned real slowly and he's like, oh my God, there's a tree walking through our living room. I'm like, yeah, I see it too. We both saw it. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, you better figure out what the hell this is. We, we just pissed off. We done pissed off a tree spirit. You don't want to, you don't want to make the dryads angry. Don't never piss off the fairies. <laughs> and so he did a little meditation and turned out he had run over a baby tree that died. And there was a couple trees out there and there's only one left in this spirit. This tree had died and he's saying that he can't be there to watch his son. And we already wrecked a couple of them and he, he wants this tree to live. So the very next day, my husband went out and he put a stone circle around the tree and he cleared the area. And until the day he couldn't walk anymore, he took care of that baby tree and fulfilled his promise to the tree spirit, which promptly stopped haunting us the minute we did a stone circle of protection around the baby tree. So, I mean, this kind of stuff can happen. I've seen elementals mess up people's houses, but good. All it did for us is it kind of well, messed up our tax paperwork. We had to put it all back in order. It all fell on the ground. And 
got kind of swirled up kind of into a circle on the table. Told you guys, my life is so strange. So a deep fake video has been uh, produced depicting Nixon announcing an Apollo 11 disaster. Now remember, the Apollo 13 is one with the disaster. So in an effort to raise awareness about the dangers surrounding deep fake videos, Experts from MIT, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, have released a chilling creation which depicts President Nixon announcing that the Apollo 11 mission has turned tragic. See, things can be faked. Maybe that's all it is. Now, we, half of us have memories of things, and half of us have memories of other things. Same events, but different. I mean, I do believe the Mandela effect is real. I don't think it's all deep fake videos. But it is a point that deep fake videos happen. People can hoax them. Be aware, be alert, be discerning. I like this one. Mysterious chicken has provided comfort at a late teen's grave. Leading up to the one year anniversary of their son's death, a Minnesota family says that they have been comforted by the presence of a mysterious chicken which has inexplicably taken up residence at this grave over the last few weeks. Well, this one might bear uh, diving into a little bit. The strangeness reportedly began three weeks ago when Dan and Karen Miller noticed a red hen hanging around the gravesite of their son, Aiden, who passed away in July 22nd of last year at the age of 16. We don't know where this thing came from, the young man's father said. She just showed up one evening, actually. That is so strange. According to the family, the curious chicken remained at the grave ever since that day. It seems crazy, Dan marveled, that there's probably a thousand other stones on the cemetery, but she refuses to leave this one. The bird has become a constant presence at the spot that the Millers have given it a name angel and have taken to providing feed for the animal since it seems to have made a home at their son's final resting place she's brought a lot more smiles than tears these past few weeks Karen said crediting the creature with providing much needed comfort as the anniversary oh it's so sad I can't even imagine the anniversary of Aiden's death has approached and the family has been faced with another struggle in the form of a breast cancer diagnosis that she has received at around the same time that the animal first appeared. Noting that her son was particularly fond of the chickens the family had raised at the farm, his mother has theorized that the bird may be some sort of message of support from their late son. I've always said I don't believe in coincidences, she mused. I think this is something bigger than that. I agree. I think it is. I think it's her son coming back in the form of a chicken just to bring her a little bit of a smile and a laugh. Let's send love and light to her as she goes through this, uh, this, uh, now health issue. God bless her. God bless the Millers. All right. A British teenager is faked a Bigfoot sighting. (laughs) That's awesome. A clever teenager girl, a teenage girl in England has taken credit for a fake Bigfoot video that was apparently so convincing that some people were certain she has captured Sasquatch on film. Oh my gosh. 
that's kind of cool, actually, isn't it? I mean, I, I don't like when people fake fit, Bigfoot videos because it makes us all, you know, all of us believe it makes us look dumb, right? But, I mean, I think the Bigfoot's really real. I think it's very possible. And, well, I know because I've seen it. I've smelled it. I've heard it. I've had... You go look at... If you're interested in my Bigfoot experience, go back to last year, season one. Look, or you could do a Google search for Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast Bigfoot, or you can look up Sasquatch. I think I put both words. Because I, I did. I talked about my experiences. All right. So, um, Ellie Marie Whitby, according to local media, conceived of a prank as a means of alleviating her boredom while on coronavirus lockdown. <laughs> she ordered a Bigfoot costume online and persuaded her mother to play the role of the famed cryptid. <laughs> it's her mom. <laughs> The teenager filmed a series of sightings in forested areas around her hometown of Runcorn. I'm still not 100% sure how I managed to convince my mom to dress up as Bigfoot and chase me around the woods, Whitby laughed. (laughs) Yeah, but she's crazy like me. (laughs) Oh my God, this looks like so much fun. That's hilarious. After producing the footage, the teen proceeded to upload it to a number of Sasquatch-related Facebook groups in the United States and England. The feedback, she said, was overwhelmingly positive. To that end, Whitby recalled that my favorite response was from a guy who said, Ellie, I can with 100% certainty say that is a forest being. (laughs) Unfortunately for that true believer, their assessment of the footage proved to be incorrect now that Whitby has come forward and she put an end to the hoax. While some Sasquatch enthusiasts might not find much humor in her mischievous filmmaking, any seasoned parent can attest that there's a lot worse trouble a teenager can get into nowadays than creating a fake Bigfoot video. And so her creativity should be commended, especially since she has fessed up to the prank. And it's great. I mean, she actually pulled it off. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I like that. Uh... A new uh, hockey name. (laughs) We have a new National Hockey League expansion team in Seattle. And it's been named after the legendary sea monster, the Kraken. Yay! Cryptozoology enthusiasts around the world are cheering for the Kraken these days. Coming up anyway. All right, there's been a possible cattle mutilation reported in England. They suspect that a calf which recently died under mysterious circumstances might have been a victim of the famous cattle mutilation phenomenon, which, if you don't know, is basically, they think, we don't really, really know, but we think that their cows being taken up into spaceships, worked on somehow, and then, or checked i think they're checking for radiation or something i don't know might be black ops might be the governments there's been speculation uh from a lot of different places linda moulton howe is very famous for her reports on the cattle mutilations so you might want to check her stuff out if you're interested in viewing more about the phenomena all right so all right guys we're coming up on our last on our last Story. I'm going to read the full story. <laughs> I love this. A cursed rock has been returned to Colorado Parks Department. 
an individual who was gifted a rock that was stolen from a park in Colorado recently sent the object back to state officials in the hopes of shedding what they believe is a curse attached to the pilfered item. (laughs) According to a local media report, and by the way, this was written by Tim Benall again, the curious package was mailed to the Southwest Regional Office of the Colorado Parks and Wildlife Service, who shared the odd tale on social media. Accompanying the small red rock in question was a short note, which explained the person's plight. Someone brought this home to me three years ago. Bad things have been happening ever since, they wrote. Sure, one of you can find which park it belongs in. Considering that they had been in possession of the object for three years, one can only imagine the series of events which must have occurred to lead them to conclude that the stolen rock of all things was to blame. For their part, the Parks and Wildlife Department reminded the public that the best practice when visiting any park or wilderness is to take only photographs and leave only footprints. Yeah, take your memories with you, not the rocks. While the letter writer undoubtedly hopes that simply returning the rock will cancel out any curse that has befallen them, there remains something of a mystery as to which of the many different parks in Colorado it originated from. Fortunately, a Parks and Wildlife Department employee observed that the rock is red and appears soft like a sedimentary sandstone, likely fountain formation like Red Rocks Amphitheater in West Denver. Based on her various uh, knowledge of various locations encompassing the department's properties, she has surmised that it was likely taken from the Roxboro State Park. For the sake of the person who sent the rock back, oh, we hope they're correct. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I hope so, too. I hope so, too. This is crazy. It's crazy. I don't know if you guys have... Uh, I think... Did I even do a show on this? I think I did a show on Hawaii in, in this last year. I need to look it up because it seems to me that I did. When you take from Goddess Pele, boy, does she follow you to the ends of the earth till you, ret- till you return her children crazy right it's crazy goddess pele will just screw your life up if you mess with her or any of her children which is all the rocks on the hawaiian islands goddess pele is a real source she's real like a real i mean she's a real goddess she is a real goddess she came to me when i gave birth to my second child in the middle of giving birth to him she appeared in the room I was like whoa goddess Pele's with me my son's gonna be a force to be reckoned with and he is (laughs) all full of chaos and mischief too just like goddess Pele herself but there are places in the world that boy if you take a rock from there they're going to get it back. (laughs) One way or another, that rock's coming home. No rock left unturned. No rock left behind. I don't know what the name of the program is, but it's something. Don't take rocks. Only take photographs and memories from places. Well, that's it, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. 
I hope that you have taken the one minute out of your uh, busy quarantined schedules. Or if you're on the front lines, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you're out there as an essential worker, God bless you. If you, no matter who you are, wear a mask. Stay safe. But take one minute to vote, nominate my show. If you are so inclined. You already have the information on how to do that. I gave it to you earlier. And again, uh, $77 is a special for me to channel your people. You have someone who has passed away. Let me know. You want to talk to them. You want to ask a few questions. Or you just want to have, a, you know, maybe they, they have some information for you. You don't know. You want me to channel God or Jesus or Mary Magdalene for you? I will. I will. It's normally $111 for, it's about an hour, comes with music. I send you the audio file. You can listen to it again and again. And if uh, you do it through now, through the end of July, July 31st, that is my pandemic special, $77 coming down from the 111 So there you go. I love you guys. I love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for your continued confidence and your your faith in my show and my work to raise the consciousness of humanity, including my own, because I'm in it with you. We're all in this ascension boat together. Let it rise, baby. Let it rise. Love everybody. You're quantumly entangled with everybody. You are entangled in the field of possibilities, all the possibilities. Choose wisely. That's it, guys. That's all she wrote for now. I will be back on Monday with all unique and original programming. (laughs) Just like always, all original and unique programming. Which means Monday is a brand new book. We just finished. This week was the last of the human aura. It took us only four weeks to read that book. I'm going to look for another book on Project Gutenberg. And we're going to start a brand new old new thought book we're gonna keep going look how many books you've read just listening to the show (laughs) it's pretty cool right I always loved having people read to me and I've always loved reading to people and I'm grateful I get to read to you guys so we'll be back on Monday with a brand new book that's it that's all she wrote for now though so for now I'm signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the Holy Fifth Dimension. Until next time, guys, peace. Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.